0: the WPTF Weekend Gardener
1: with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back. Hour number two of the Weekend Gardener here on WPTF. I'm Mike Raley. Rufus Edmonston is with us, of course. Gerald Adams, who is with the uh, state of North Carolina and NC State University and the Centennial Campus is is here. He's in charge uh, of all of that, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, There's no, uh, you know, chancellor's residence, all of that area there. And um, he knows all the big wigs at NC State now, even though he's a Carolina guy. It's kind of like Wally <coughs> Osley was a Carolina graduate, but he got the the um, Watauga Medal uh, from NC State because uh, you know he was he was pretty big with NC State fans all those years. Did a lot for him.
2: Well, I once told my director, "Yes, I see you're smart enough to brought in a Carolina man to help <laughs> sort things out." <laughs> Uh, and from her expression, I only said that once. <laughs> I, didn't, ah, I, didn't, okay. I didn't bring that up again.
1: Okay. Well, uh, Dan Stern is also with us, and uh, he's a Carolina graduate, and he is uh, in charge of horticulture. He's director of horticulture at the Botanical Gardens in chapel hill and then you have a plant sale coming up dan
0: yeah we do mike uh next saturday september 30th from nine to one uh we're gonna have about 175 um, different varieties species and varieties of uh, southeastern native plants available Mm -hmm. Uh, everything from flowering perennials to beautiful trees and shrubs um, ferns uh, grasses, ornamental grasses which are really looking spectacular right now uh, and we'll have a lot of folks on hand to uh, um, help folks sort of figure out what's going to work best in their gardens. you know native plants are really great way to bring pollinators into your yard, uh, provide um, food for other kinds of wildlife and um, and they're just beautiful parts of North Carolina um, something we should take a lot of pride in
1: yeah. And
2: yeah, sure. I need to give uh, Dan another big thank you. A couple of months back, we carried all our horticultures from NC State over and Dan did a tour at the Botanical Gardens and Coke Arboretum it was just fabulous. And, uh, some of those people now are working on plans to, to put in some native beds on
1: some different Are places. you in charge of the horticulture department at State, too?
2: No, not in charge of the horticulture oh. department, but we've got <laughs> horticulturists on the grounds <coughs> okay. uh, All right. crew that do most of the plant-related work.
0: Yeah, well, Gerald, that was a pleasure. I really appreciate your help make that connection possible. It was really great to meet that team and, uh, you know, let us know how we can – Help with seeds or, you know, maybe some plugs to get things going over there.
2: Yeah, we, we definitely are trying to move more in, in that direction. So it makes for a great relationship.
0: And
1: Gerald, who majors in political science and uh, speech communications— yeah. Knows more than all of them. What happened Uh, to his
3: speech?
2: No offense to them. them? I couldn't do anything about the accent that's been been since (laughs) birth. nothing wrong with
1: the accent.
2: You know, it's funny. When I was a freshman in Carolina, people said, where are you from? And I said, well, where do you you think I'm from? And I'd get South Carolina and Alabama, and I would turn good with directions, and I'd point southeast, and I'd say 38 miles that direction. Mm. That's where I'm from.
1: Uh and and then there's Miss Monica who who has the most beautiful accent to me, uh, and she's from Johnston County. They they have a little little different twist. You're you're,
2: you're kind but of still is, most acceptable. Uh, oh, absolutely. I
1: love <laughs> I love Southern accents. They're all kinds. Hey, Monica. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. So uh, you being blown away out there, as
4: it were. Oh, not quite. But it's been a little, a little breezy um, and a little rainy. But I will tell you, all of our vendors are coming out and um, opening up this morning. They still yeah. got a lot of wonderful product available, and um, everybody's bundled up a little bit and got their umbrellas and rain jackets out. But um, most of our shopping areas are under cover, um, so you can still come on out and shop around. We have all of our farmers' areas, which is under shelter and. Um, Got all those beautiful pumpkins here right now So um, you're getting in the fall spirit of things And you can definitely come out and grab those pumpkins and mums And all of the things that go along with the fall decorations Like your corn stalks and hay bales or straw bales And um, gourds, Indian corn All of that beautiful um, stuff that comes in for the fall is all here right now And waiting for everybody to come out and do some shopping
1: now, Monica grew up uh, near Benson, and uh, the Benson Mule Days parade, uh, the parade only has been canceled today. The rest of the the activities uh, are going on, and they're going to move the uh, parade activities, uh, whatever is incorporated in that, to December first for your Christmas parade. So is Miss Maggie, was she supposed to do something today and in, in uh, the in the parade?
4: Well, her volleyball team from school was supposed to be in the parade. That was kind of her part of of the parade um, this year. And so um, that was all definitely canceled. You know, the Mule Days Parade has never, or Mule Days altogether, has never been canceled or postponed um, very many times um, other than through COVID. And then I remember one other year that I recall that they did postpone meal days um, mm. because of a hurricane that was coming through and that's been right. just a few years ago. Um but um, this time they were trying to make it through but and they are still they had the rodeo last night right. and um still had a lot of the you know the different vendors and everything set up through town and they've still been having some of the festivities that kicked off Thursday night but um I think they're still gonna do the rodeo tonight and hopefully everything that's supposed to happen tomorrow um it's just gonna be time will tell what they're able to do. But but they did go ahead and make the call to post on the parade, which was probably a good call, yeah, um,
1: but uh, the rest of I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of things uh going on down there, and if you' just just put on raincoat and and go out there and enjoy well, market
3: were you ever miss Mule Day?
4: I was not I was Ms. in miss Maggie was in pageant though I was in the pageant, and I got first first runner up um. <laughs> um when i was in little miss benson that um maggie was little miss benson um, a few years ago so um she was it through the year that that they canceled it so she got to carry over and run for two years because the year that covid happened um is when she was actually little miss benson didn't uh, won the previous year
1: yeah rufus knows all about little miss benson yeah. you,
3: you, you ever content. hear that
4: story monica I, I do. You have told me those stories, and it just made me wonder who in the world that could have been. So I, I don't know. Well,
3: she was a big boned woman. I know that. <laughs> was she? Was she arrested? Well, no. I was. Uh, I don't know because I got out of there when she when she swung you when she swung at me with that purse and hit me. I was out of town. <laughs> Dan, you'll have to hear about that. Didn't Didn't you have security? No, I was I was thought I was safe and secure. And, so after that, you had security. Benson, judging a little Miss Benson contest. <clears throat> Dennis Rogers of the News Observer and I, yeah, and we rendered our decision when it was over with, getting ready to leave, and all of a sudden, this big boned woman <laughs> didn't walk up. She wow. she lumbered up, and I saw it coming. That purse of hers whacked me right inside the head, and she she said, "You sorry? I'm not going to say what it was. <laughs> you should have chosen my daughter." And before wow. I could say anything, she whacked turned to whack again and I said to Dennis, Let's get the hell out of <laughs> the heck the
5: heck
0: out, the heck out of here. And, and,
3: uh, I have fond memories of leaving town and and never agreeing again to be a judge. But at, we love Benson in any anyway. beauty contest. And we
1: love Mule Days. Just, uh, they, despite
3: Now despite I, did, the, I I was a judge there many times on Mule Day. For the, the Best Parade thing with Jim Graham and I. Yeah.
1: But well, That was, it was a little the, safer,
3: apparently. It was the the most fun day of any <laughs> any event that I ever had during it's my, iconic. Po- my political career. Uh, the Best Parade,
1: too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they have a great parade there. You didn't participate in the rodeo? <laughs> I've, I've had my rodeo days.
3: <laughs> not that one. I did one time a visiting rodeo in Boone. We're not going to discuss that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay well we won't talk about that then well I, I wanted to mention that uh the parade has been canceled but everything else and benson's going on for mule days so uh, oh, definitely
4: definitely a lot of great little shops and various different things everybody's still still trying to make the best of it yeah and, um, but the, the mother nature didn't just just didn't want to cooperate
1: that's time. right and uh, you know we want everybody to be safe and and happy and i think you can be safe by by going out and enjoying yourself and uh, for mule days today just just drive carefully that's what we ask you to do all the time that's what we should do Um uh, monica uh fresh apples from north carolina's mountains you got
4: those definitely um got a great selection of apples right now as well as apple cider, um, which would be a, a good cup of hot apple cider would probably be a good treat this morning with being that it's a little cool. And we also have dried apples. Um, we still have a lot of our summer harvest coming in now. So you can still find, um, sweet corn, watermelons, a few cantaloupes and some of the, um, different varieties of floss and peppers, eggplants, all of those are still available right now. And we do have, um, or muscadine grapes, um, whichever you would like to call those. They're delicious either way. And those are still available right now. And just a great time to come out shop. The new crop of sweet potatoes are in. Got to mention those. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a big thing for North Carolina, our North Carolina sweet potatoes. So they're available now. Peanuts or something else that are coming in. Our fall crop of um, peanuts are here. And... Lots of plants and flowers, pansies, the mums already mentioned, and we do have some fall vegetable plants coming in also if you're looking at planting your own fall garden. Um, lettuces and cabbage, kale, collard, those sorts of things you can buy. Right now we have ornamental cabbage and collards to plant out with your pansies. Lots of shrubbery and trees and herbs and some house plants. So just a huge selection um, all throughout our farmer's area of so many wonderful things. Honey. And something else, um, with the, the foul allergies in full force, I believe, um, honey is always a good thing to have on hand. And we have fresh, farm fresh eggs. We have some wonderful baked goods, the fresh salsa, and the list just goes on and on. When you come out to the market, you just kind of have to walk around, and, and you never know what you may run up on, because we have a lot of guest vendors that pop up here and there on the weekends. And there's so many great things that are grown, raised, caught, and made here in North Carolina
3: yeah well Monica upon your good advice when I ask about peaches I went by yesterday at four o'clock and I found some peaches left
1: good for mm. you
3: and I, I hate to mention that because somebody's going to go buy them all and I won't have any <laughs> but these were nice peaches uh they were at a, a stand close to the end where all the the tent the tent is with all the baked goods uh-huh.
5: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah. your advice was good on your your text to me about the peaches <clears> I've I, sort of have a thing about peaches, Dan. That's all right. They're wonderful.
2: And follow the signs. You can still get in. I know there's some pavement going, asphalt going down the last couple of days.
4: Definitely. And um, my suggestion would be is that if you're coming down Lake Wheeler, just to stay on Lake Wheeler, um, and you're going to take a left, there's Maywood Avenue over to the right where Capital Seafood is across the road you take a left that's our new entrance and it'll bring you right up into the middle of the market um and that's probably the easiest and best way to get in and out um right now we do have the back entrance that's available also which is where some of the detour signs will point you to once you get around to the the new entrance but um the easiest way i would say is if you're traveling from lake wheeler is to come in that the one right there before you get to the train tracks um before you get over to dick's park and it'll bring you right in and I
3: call
1: that the seven. curvy road. Yeah, but, <laughs> the, but the, the curves are not banked, so don't no, drive fast. Don't, don't try to do seven don't drive miles. drive fast. There There's you. a curve there for a reason.
4: That's right. <clears throat> That's right. And people try to get in, and if, if you follow the signs, I know it, can, it may be a little confusing because you're not used to going that way, but we've got signage up, and if you'll follow that, it'll bring you right around to the State Farmers Market restaurant and to our seafood restaurant. Um, You just have to take a little different trail to get around. But that's always a fun thing because you may see something. I've heard people say, you know, I came in a different way and I didn't realize that such and such was there. So it's kind of um, interesting because folks get to see a different side of the market and it brings them in to um, see some different buildings and different businesses that maybe they haven't been to before.
1: Yeah. Don't stop out on uh, Centennial Parkway and climb up the hill to the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) I would not recommend that.
4: No, there is a fence there. It might get a little tricky.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's right. Don't jump the fence either. But it would be nice to to have a a nice big biscuit this morning from the farmer's market.
4: The best biscuits, those um, homemade biscuits. They make them from scratch, and uh, they bring a big, hot, fresh basket of hot biscuits to the table as soon as you sit down, along with some (laughs) hush puppies, and nothing better than that. They even bring out the molasses and jelly and all the fixings, and um, you can enjoy those while you're waiting for your meal. And um, they do have breakfast all day, and they have um, daily lunch specials that they have as well. And so if you have family coming into town or you're just um, looking a good hot breakfast this morning, good place to come out and enjoy. And I always tell everybody if you're traveling, um, we're just off of I-40 at Exit 297. Literally, you hop off the interstate, and we're just off the exit. So it's a good place to stop and, and maybe stretch your, stretch your legs and, and um, get a little break while you're out traveling around. If you're up and down, maybe going to the mountains or to the coast, we're right here. A great place to enjoy and see all the great things that North Carolina has to offer.
1: And, of course, uh, the market shops has a lot going on this morning. If you you have the Definitely. market grill, if you want uh, uh I mean, you can get breakfast there, too.
4: Yes, they have wonderful breakfast sandwiches. They do lunch, of course. The Rufus dog is a favorite there. They have hamburgers and um, chicken sandwiches, <laughs> and they do some specials from time to time. So always check out and see what they have. Three Two One Coffees just across the way there, and um, what they're doing. Wonderful story. Um, check them out and learn more about them, and come out and support them, and have a cup of coffee and enjoy, and get to know their staff. Uh, you can also go on down and, to the Market Bakery, and I know they have those cinnamon rolls and cheese bread and all those wonderful sourdough breads cooking this morning, along with cakes and pies, fresh orange eggs orange and lemonades and the ice cream, and um, it's never too early to get those Thanksgiving orders in. I saw the other day they're already taking Thanksgiving orders, um, so you may want to talk to them about that. How and,
1: about that?
4: Mm-hmm. Zoom, Speaking
1: zoom, zoom bacon. goes to fall. Don't forget those
3: wonderful apple fritters. And by the way, Big John brought by a couple the other day. And I'd like to mention, if somebody wants to be real brave, I want to get back to the market. Dan, you need to try this. Sausage and biscuits. They'll, They'll put two biscuits, open them up.
1: I know where we're going with this.
3: And they will put so much gravy on there, you'd think they had a backhoe. It comes over the side, and if you can eat it, uh, you're a heck of a man, but it is the most wondrous, beautiful thing that I've ever seen. It's just a lot of it. It's just a lot of oh, it. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's something that the farmers' market's famous for in the restaurants is is they serve a lot, don't they, Monica?
4: They do. They're very both of them. Our seafood restaurant as well with the calabash style seafood. They're both very generous with their portions. Um, so come hungry and probably plan to take a take a doggy bag home with yeah. you um for later.
1: Or a bucket oh, yeah. in, in, with the with, with the, the gravy. Biscuits, yeah. have, have you had that the gravy and biscuits and stuff, sausage gravy, Gerald?
2: I uh, yes, I have. I'm more into the pancakes that are about the size of a fry. Oh pancake. yeah, they're <laughs> as big as a plate. Oh. <clears throat>
5: yes. Okay. They
1: are. Yeah. Their pancakes are real connoisseurs, aristocrats. Oh, yeah. This morning. <laughs> so, uh, Monica, uh, super side. I'm sure a lot of people are are trying to get their lawns straightened out. Those who uh, still have lawns, I I, I gave up on mine because I just have so many trees and shrubs. So uh, they're there to provide you with uh, the best sod available.
4: Oh, they are, and they have a great selection and um, a lot of wonderful advice down there. They can help you figure out what you need, and they also have the big bags of um, the compost mix. They have smaller quantities available as well. And they're starting to carry some different um, landscaping products, like um, different rocks and things like that that you can purchase. And they have some raised beds available, also, and all the lawn care products that you might need. So, great place to stop by and help. They'll help get you figured out as to what you might need with the fall season coming a, coming on. And if you're looking to replace or repair some sod, they'll help you help you out. Or maybe you need to install a whole. New York, they can figure that out for you as well.
1: Well, always uh, glad to talk to you. Glad that everything is running smoothly this morning out of the State Farmers Market in Raleigh, Monica.
4: Definitely, and everybody come out and see us. We're here seven days a week, and um, just like, like we said earlier, follow the signs. We do have a little couple different ways to get in. The main entrance is under some repairs right now with the asphalt, but we're still here, still open, and come out and support all of our farmers.
1: Rufus, why are you uh, yawning? Um, are you disinterested? Well, I, I or was thinking
3: about it? Even if they closed up everything, I would drop in on a parachute to get that bit sausage, biscuit, and gravy.
1: <laughs> That's all he's thinking about now. We've lost him go. for the show. That's
4: great. Can
5: we expect you out later
4: to get sausage, biscuit, and gravy today? No, I'm
3: going down to Shotwell, North Carolina <laughs> to stand in the rain and have some barbecue. There at the
1: Shotwell Environmental Plant and raw pumpkin,
0: yeah, you got a busy schedule. That's right. He's
1: always somebody. He's always in demand by somebody. He but, is. But he, you may come back for some sausage and gravy later in the afternoon.
3: Well, that's always
1: in the morning. Oh, okay. Well, hot dog in the always, afternoon.
4: Yeah. There's yes. always Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You know, all yeah, the all of that. Friday. Every that's, every morning this week.
1: That's right. You could walk there for goodness sake. I could yeah, if possible you could, yeah. with your chainsaw yeah uh, <laughs> Monica thank you thank <laughs> you very much yes. from the bottom of our hearts. yes
4: and you all have a great day and hope to see you soon
1: <laughs> all right you thank too. you bye well Paul who I know has been to the farmer's market because he's he has visited us there when we've done remotes there Paul and Wendell I think the last time we were there you visited Paul
6: uh, I did
1: yeah how are you today
6: I'm doing all right. You know, it's uh, enjoying the rain, hoping my power doesn't go out. I got uh, a line crew hopefully coming soon. My power's on, but I got some wires that are sparking.
1: Oh, okay. Well, we don't need that. And that's something certainly to be careful of. We do have some power outages in the area. And uh,
6: staying away from that side of the house. Yeah.
1: Earlier this morning, they were mostly in Durham for the Triangle area, but a lot of them on the coast. It looks like the center is just uh, kind of southeast of, of the Greenville area right now, and it it's moving west-northwest, and then it'll, it'll start uh, moving out and go on. I guess the center will be between Richmond and uh, Williamsburg later on this afternoon, and it seems to be mo- moving pretty quickly, but uh, I think Wake County is, has gotten into some of the the uh, stronger bands, heavier bands of rain right now. How, how, how is it in Wendell right now, Paul?
6: It's raining pretty good. No, not torrential, but uh, i got about an inch and a quarter of rain so far. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a little windy. But very pleasant.
1: Have you reported those? Uh, you say there is a crew there uh, no, taking all care of those?
6: Way.
1: Yeah. Okay. They're all right. All very good. Way. That's great. Um, uh, did you report that?
6: Uh, my wife did.
1: Wonderful. That's that's a good, good citizen there, good neighbor.
6: Well, I've got some wires that go over a pasture, and they're bare wires.
1: Oh, and, wow. Uh,
6: and uh, occasionally they wrap around each other. Uh-huh. And it usually knocks the power out, but it hasn't done that yet.
1: Are you wearing your rubber boots as uh, we speak? No. Okay. You... No. Put on some rubber boots just in case for us.
6: Yeah. But anyway, I, I got a question. So I had like 14 containers for tomatoes this year. Um, and I'm wondering.
1: Hey, Paul, hold on a second. Let us do news and we'll be right back. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF for the Weekend Gardener. We're going to talk to meteorologist Aaron Swiggett coming up, but uh, Paul is in Wendell, and we were uh, we were talking about uh, uh, a couple of power lines down. But but your power is on in Wendell, and uh, what was your gardening question, Paul?
6: Well, I have uh, like fourteen twenty-two gallon containers that I grew tomatoes in this uh, summer, and I was wondering if you guys could give me some suggestions on what I should put in them now that the tomato plants
2: are gone for the winter? Well, you probably still are not too late to do cabbage. You're pushing the limit a little bit on collards, but probably still okay to do that. Any of your Asian vegetables you could do, lettuce you could do in them. I think Brussels sprouts you may be too late for. Typically I like to have those planted in middle to late August, by the 1st of September, because they take forever to, to, to make. Uh, so so that's a, a, a possibility, or okay. some possibilities. All
6: right. Well, um, thank you. And I got uh, uh, Rufus. You yeah, know Paul. What says? Do you know why cows wear bells? No, why? Their horns don't work. <laughs> oh,
1: my <Yes>. gosh. <laughs> Here we got, we got, a, we got a bunch of comedians on this show. I just—I <clears throat> I don't know. We'll, we'll uh, see if we can handle some booking here uh, later on. If you All right. Well, uh, sign up okay, with Okay, Paul.
3: You got the teacher and says, Clyde, your composition on my dog is exactly like the same one as your brother. Did you copy his, Clyde? No, no, teacher. It's the same dog. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you bring a joke book with you?
3: Well, that was JC Knows joke book.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Rufus brings everything. It's it a
3: timeless classic. <laughs> it reminded see. me of my dog uh, Jasper. I, I miss him so much.
1: I saw the prettiest English Setter yesterday. It oh, Looked my. fairly young, but it was yeah. it was very noble looking. So well, they, they're, they're a beautiful, yeah, they're beautiful, a beautiful dog breed. Yeah, I, that's the first one I'd seen well, in we're, years. We're getting years. ready to go to
3: the pound and try to find a a nice mature dog this time yeah i don't want to be training a dog at this stage no under my feet no
1: find one already trained good for you
3: good luck with that rufus yeah oh absolutely paul
1: (laughs) all right paul thank you so much bye let's uh move on we've got a bunch of carolina graduates in here uh this is a uh, a virginia tech graduate uh, meteorologist aaron swiggett aaron how are you today
6: I'm doing well how are you guys doing
1: okay so I, i've been watching is this thing moving farther west than we were expecting or is it a, is pretty much on track now
7: uh since we're so close uh with it already being in landfall and approaching the greenville area already its, it's track is going to be fairly consistently to the north yeah uh throughout the next throughout the rest of the day mostly
1: okay and it, it is affecting the the triangle area i know we've had some Some pretty high wind gusts. There have been some power outages in the Triangle. Uh, What else can you tell us about Ophelia right now?
7: So we're tracking a couple different uh, rain bands. The first one that you're kind of experiencing over the Triangle right now, uh, it's producing right around half an inch to an inch of rainfall per hour, and we should expect to see that over the area for the next uh, few hours as uh, Ophelia continues to track north. There's a heavier band that's going to be tracking to the east of the Triangle up through, like, the Rocky Mountains. Uh, Roanoke Rapids kind of area over the next few hours. And the rain rates in there are significantly higher, closer to an inch to three inches per hour. And upstream, we've been seeing some flash flood warnings being issued by uh, Moorhead and uh, Wilmington's National Weather Service area. Uh, So far, no reports of yet, but we're continuing to track that. And um, uh, stay tuned for any kind of uh, products that may be issued because of that uh, for heavy rainfall across the area.
1: Yeah, it looked uh, an hour or two ago it looked like Wrightsville Beach was starting to see some sunshine uh whereas uh, the Outer Banks the Hatteras area was it was uh, pretty dismal there and and very windy and the seas all along the coast are very choppy I believe.
7: Yes, absolutely. It's uh it's starting to pull away from the like the Wilmington area so they may see start to see some you know, some some better conditions over the next few hours. Uh it'll be a little bit longer for close uh uh, clo- uh, places closer to the east uh, as uh, it's closer to uh, the center of Ophelia.
1: Is there a a, a problem with uh, tornadic activity, thunderstorm activity anywhere in the state?
7: So the, the better threat for that will be along the North Carolina coast. Uh, the Storm Prediction Center, who uh, specializes in severe weather and tornadoes specifically, uh, they've been trimming the area of interest uh, where uh, tornadoes Uh, may be possible and they keep trimming it farther and farther to the east and from what we're seeing that seems to be legitimate uh and is uh the threat is shifting more towards the east and outside of central north carolina so mostly pinned towards the coastal areas of north carolina and uh, southeastern virginia
1: how long is ophelia going to affect uh, north carolina
7: so it should be out of here later this afternoon uh, into the late evening periods. We may see some lingering uh, light rain bands kind of hanging across the area, but as we approach the, uh, the evening and especially the overnight hours, um, all the the rain associated with Amelia is going to move up into Virginia, and the persistently windy conditions or uh, breezy conditions that we've had across the area will start to relax. and uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll, It won't feel as uh, uh, brisk and. Uh, with the cooler temperatures and the wind uh, that we've experienced over the past 24 to 36 hours,
1: why? Where are we getting this cool weather? It seems unusual. Nor we we associate warm and humid with with tropical systems, but we're not getting. We're getting wet, but
7: <laughs> yeah, it's it's an interesting setup. It's kind of a hybrid tropical system. So it developed uh, from an old boundary that was out across the Atlantic, and the core dynamics are slightly. Uh, a little bit more uh, some subtropical you could say and uh, not a full-on uh, deep what we call a warm core tropical system. So it's a little bit different but um, uh, has enough characteristics to be classified as tropical uh, which the National Hurricane Center did uh, yesterday afternoon.
1: I know there's some flood warnings uh, around the state. How much uh, potential do we have for flash flooding in the Triangle for instance?
7: Um, It's going to be on the western edge of where we're expecting the heavier rainfall to be. So far, the Triangle has experienced anywhere between half an inch to around an inch, maybe inch and a half uh, in some spots around the Triangle area. We're expecting the main corridor of heavy rainfall, uh, where we're going to see closer to uh, maybe three to five inches of rainfall, much farther to the east, confined to the coastal plain, right around that area where uh, I was talking about earlier, the Rocky Mount, to uh roanoke rapids area over the next two to four hours or
1: so so it may be pretty treacherous driving on 95 right now
7: mm-hmm. <laughs> if not now within the next few hours absolutely the the rain rates are a little bit heavier uh within the core of the system which will be moving over that area shortly
1: the landfall was at emerald isle this morning about six fifteen, six twenty. is that is that correct
7: uh let me check on that for you. I believe so. Um, that was uh, earlier this morning, and uh, yeah, it made landfall Emerald Isle at 615 this morning with maximum winds of 70 miles an hour.
1: Okay, and uh, what about winds? What's the highest wind gust you've seen this morning?
7: So far for uh, the central North Carolina region, uh, for the most part, uh, we've been kind of hanging around the uh, you know, 25 to 35 miles mm. per hour for the most part, uh, but there have been some instances of higher gusts, especially overnight and then into this morning. Or we've been seeing a few different reports of like 40 to 45 miles per hour, specifically in like the Lewisburg, Rocky Mount, Burlington, Goldsboro, Maxton kind of area.
1: And it looks like next week is is going to be a pretty typical fall week uh, for the most part. I mean, there may be some rain, but it's going to be cool.
7: Yeah, it'll it'll be a welcome relief. Um, of for the hot <clears throat> conditions and warm conditions that we had uh prior to this tropical system. Uh, and uh yeah it'll be it'll be fairly pleasant while we'll it's high pressure building in from from the northeast and into the area and but there like you said there may be some still lingering chances, low confidence in some of that stuff. But uh well yeah we'll keep an eye on it and hopefully the it'll trend drier and have a, a nicer week and, and as we now uh transitioned into uh the fall season astronomically as well as um climatology <laughs>
1: right 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 well, aaron great job thank you so much uh, for the information Mike, may, I, may i ask Aaron? Uh, a, you certainly a, may a sorry. personal
3: question a, a dear friend of mine for years uh george parrot died and there's a funeral service tomorrow in kinston at two o'clock uh, and there's a, out a graveside service a lot of people have asked me whether they think they should go or not Do you have any idea what might, might be happening in Kinston tomorrow, Aaron? Tomorrow
1: afternoon. The, tomorrow afternoon.
7: Yeah. So the Kinston area is kind of outside of our area that we forecast for. We forecast for central North Carolina. I think Kinston is just outside of our area. Uh but for the most part we should see uh improving conditions. Uh you said it was around uh two o'clock. Two,
3: yes, two o'clock.
7: Yeah, so we should see uh some better conditions uh, as we're approaching the afternoon hours tomorrow. Uh Still going to be like partly cloudy or so in and around that region should be yeah. a little bit warmer, uh, actually quite a bit warmer compared to today uh, with some sunshine uh, spreading in. Oh
8: well, good, uh, good. good yeah, yeah. yeah. So so it, I'm sorry, it,
7: I am desperately sorry to hear about uh, hear about that I'm and my condolences
1: yeah, absolutely but but yeah. thanks thanks for uh, laying some fears about uh, bad weather for tomorrow. <laughs> the things should be clearing out absolutely, all right. Aaron, uh, thanks again so much. Uh, We love the folks at the National Weather Service. Oh, not a problem. Anytime, you guys. Yes, sir. Always a pleasure. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. So uh, uh, I think we are not dodging a bullet, but we seem a little safer in the triangle. I would not recommend uh, necessarily heading up 95. Uh, today for a while toward Richmond because I think uh, you'll be following the storm right
3: <laughs> or maybe it'll be following you or
1: it'll be following you depending on how fast uh, you go or how how much the wind blows you forward but uh, yeah stay tuned to WPTF we'll uh, keep you updated on the weather here on uh, uh, 98.5 and 680 WPTF uh, Kitty is in Durham Kitty good morning
5: good morning Uh a shrubbery problem. I uh, have foundation. They had to take out my shrubbery for the water line replacement. I get differing amounts of sun depending upon the time of day because it curves around in a U of the house. But I'm also wanting shrubbery that is small enough, like two feet by two feet by two feet because I don't want to keep trimming. And I have deer problems. So I'm looking for some kind of a new shrub I can put in that won't grow a lot. I'm getting too old to do a lot of trimming all the time.
1: I understand. Uh, Gerald, uh, you all have a, a lot of deer on the Centennial campus. I, I guess you all do too at Botanical Gardens.
2: Uh, is is it pri- primarily getting sun or shade? Or you got How much of it is getting afternoon sun?
5: Well, part of it is getting maybe two hours of afternoon and another part of it's getting more like eight hours. It's the house, it makes a U where the house protects part of it a lot and then not as much. So it could be different different plants as long as I can keep them small. I had bought twice from nurseries, been told they were not going to be large plants and I've been <laughs> myself to death with them. So I'm seriously looking for honestly something that's not going to get and grow large. Well, I know it can't be azaleas because deer will love those.
2: Yes, and and you're looking. At, I'm assuming you're looking at something that's going to be evergreen. Yes. Um, the the prostrate you may be a, a possibility for that's you. We, that now prostrate you. It's a it's a dwarf you. Y e w. Uh, and we have them. It tends to do fairly well in shade. Tends to do fairly well in sun. Tends to do fairly well in a combination of. <laughs> shade and sun, and they don't really get much more than about knee-high. They kind of want to grow a little wider than taller.
5: The How, feet, how high do you
2: say? About knee-high. They're going to get less than maybe three foot at the most, but more in that two to two and a half foot range. Okay. Uh, and they get a little wider, and I occasionally, I mean, the ones I'm dealing with, we have been in the ground, you know, five plus years, so they are pretty mature now. I kind of knock the the tip side of them once a year just to get them to you know thicken up a little bit right uh but i've got them uh deer ate the pansies all around the side of them and didn't touch them uh so we we've got them in a bunch of places that are deer problems and i i've never seen them touch them any any at all so that's a pretty uh and, and it's a nice i mean there are a couple different isn't it there um and there a duke gardens one too this uh also, another, a, right. another dwarf one as well. Uh, it, it's a pretty hardy plant. Would not not a lot of issues.
5: Now, how what was that plant? How do
2: you spell that? I didn't understand. It's, it's Y E W.
1: Yeah, U. It's a very
2: okay.
5: I got the U originally. I thought you were saying another plant. Well,
2: most people just prefer to prostrate because there are a number of different cultivars. There's a Duke okay. Gardens uh cultivar that some of the nurseries in this area will sell as well. The Leaf structure is a little bit different on them, but it's I, what's the
1: height on the Duke Gardens one? I,
2: I think around three foot. Does that mm-hmm. sound it's right really to, about right uh, to yeah. Dan? And and it gets a touch wider than it does taller, uh, but I mean it's a pretty. I mean you know you can step on it. I mean it, it's a real flexible, uh, carefree kind of growing plant. Stays yep. green year
0: round.
1: Uh, Dan, do you have any suggestions for something two or three feet tall and wide and uh,
0: deer-resistant? Deer-resistant, right. That's the big challenge. I mean, you know, I think there are a couple of hollies that, um, you know, might work well in that situation. There are some dwarf selections, a Yopon holly. Uh, There's a nice uh, inkberry holly. There's a dwarf cultivar called shamrock stays real compact. It's got real fine foliage. So, um, you know, another one that's sort of like uh, out in left field um, idea might be uh, yucca, where you have like, Uh, A lot of sun, you know, that's got interesting uh, evergreen foliage. Uh, It's going to shoot up a flower spike in the middle of the summer. But the foliage stays kind of in that two to three foot range and it's a different texture. So I think between Gerald and I, we've got three different, pretty different kind of textures that you could play around with.
2: And the the American boxwoods also, there's a lot of them that are going to stay in that two, two and a half foot
1: range. Yeah, the Yopon hollies, uh, the, there are Yopon hollies that are native to North Carolina. There's an okra coke, uh one that's native to okra coke.
0: Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yep, yeah. That's the same. They've done a lot of um, selection and hybridizing on Yopon, so you get different forms, yeah. um, different color fruit. Um, so it's a really adaptable plant. Well,
5: oh, I, li- I like that for the uh, birds.
0: Yeah. yeah. And that if you if that appeals to you, you might also check out that shamrock, uh, inkberry holly. Uh, that gets a really uh, dark um, black fruit. Yeah, in that's the fall. pretty. Really pretty, and they uh-huh. stay really compact.
5: Okay, shamrock. What inkberry?
0: Inkberry. inkberry. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm.
5: Okay.
1: Wonderful. I hope that helps. Report back to us, Kitty, about that.
5: Okay. Thank you very much.
1: Yes, ma'am. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye. All right, uh, Steve is back with us from uh, Fuquay, Fuquay Verena, Fuquay, now. Fuquay Verena, and uh, Nelson's place, the Garden Hut, because y'all got a daylily sale going on.
8: Yeah, we uh, we're, we actually have had some customers, and a couple of them have actually heard heard us on the radio. So well, thanks, so alive, being uh, halfway affected. Well, oh, thank
1: yeah. you thank you it's free <laughs> yeah. what do you want what do you want you, you want, a, are, want a brass band
8: you guys are, you guys are good to me what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> this is this is fun we, we've actually uh been moving some day so yeah
1: i'm uh, glad of that uh, yeah, glad for for nelson too with us. yeah so uh you you have a lot of varieties out there
8: we have forty different uh forty different data at least they were all uh garden grown so you know they came from a a uh, a good source yeah and they have uh pictures on them so you know what they look like and uh information sheets so that you can get your uh you know how tall <laughs> they get and how big they get and that kind of stuff how big the flower is um and we've got plenty of experts here to help um, if you need help planting. So uh, it, the, the little deal goes, still, if you make it out here in this weather, we'll give you a bonus plant to take home with you. can't so. beat that.:
1: Yeah, and, yeah. And, met, and there's a great and it's a wonderful <laughs> nursery. It's a, it's a wonderful nursery, uh, the Garden Hut in View Gueverino. so yes, that's an added bonus is, uh, there.
8: She is very kind. And she
1: is a, a great person, and uh, been on this show for many, many years. Been a friend for a long time. I'm yeah. Glad.
8: And I just wanted to check back in with us and let you know that we're still here. We will be here until noonish. All right. So uh,
1: call us back uh, in the next hour, and we'll uh, we'll get an update.
8: Okay, thank you much. Thank All you right. Let me call you.
1: Thank you, Steve. Appreciate it, buddy. All
8: right. Love you guys.
1: We love right. you too,
3: Mr. Raley. Sir. Uh, you're not going to get by with it. You had a birthday this week. Oh, yeah. That's right. And, and we, uh, the whip just reminded me of that. <laughs> I think Jason, Jason, it's his birthday. You got anything in there to juice
1: up Mike a little bit?
3: <laughs> you, you play the play can,
1: uh, Happy Birthday? Can
3: you do a little bit or of John, that? Or, John or,
1: Champion's or, in there. John, can you come in and sing it?
3: Yeah. <laughs> don't don't let me have to sing it he's He's working on it uh well, but anyway mr raley you've got got quite a following out there the The whip just called and said, reminder the." Thank you, Whip. Listeners,
1: that. John, I don't yeah, know if
3: this, he, this is a microphone word. Yeah, I'll take this thing over here and sing happy birthday tonight.
1: Uh-oh, no, happy birthday to <laughs> Whose birthday what? is it? John's, John's on news duty. Who's, he doesn't sing. Whose birthday is it? it? It was mine this week. What? That's, that's what uh, riffles what was for. Right? you got to sing with I, me. I never bring it. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday
3: to you. Happy birthday, dear
2: Mike. Thanks. Happy
6: birthday to you <laughs> and many more. Thank we we didn't
1: uh, we didn't have the uh, group from the Carolina. The yeah, he's still well. We, uh, we can't use it now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just safe. <laughs> the, the boys have already done it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks very awesome. much. Thank I appreciate you very that. Much. Thank you, sir. Hey John, wait a minute, John. Uh-oh. John, you got any any updates on the on the weather or anything you associated with it? You're the newsman on well, duty.
6: I tell you what, I'm the news guy on duty. See what yeah. happens when Tony sit down, sit in
1: here? Sit I tell down. you what. <laughs> yeah.
6: Well, it looks like uh, you might actually have the best information because you just talked to the
1: National Service. Yeah. I did. And so
6: I'm going to go chop that
3: audio chop up.
1: Chop it up, man. That's what, that's what we're... Yeah, there we, you, go. there we, you go. We are killers here in the in the newsroom. You we chop the, things up all the time. You are yeah, the is best. Is
3: plagiarizing... I think that's
0: what it
1: is. I don't know. No, okay. this is our stuff. This is our stuff. We talked to Aaron Swiggett. There you go. Meteorologist. There
0: you go. There you go. And I'm sitting
6: next to a former state attorney general. That's right. Well, he's always he's looking at the law exactly uh, the law
1: abiding here we go let's handcuff him right now let's put him I'm, frisk him i'm on the run all right john take it easy buddy john champion on news duty this morning at wptf and uh we'll be back with another hour if y'all can take it everybody gonna stay oh yeah yeah, yeah it's drier in here at any yeah. rate you know who wants to get on the road although it's not that bad around here but do be careful out driving uh, as uh, you may have heard uh, it's uh uh, the storm is moving through North Carolina. I would stay off of 95 this afternoon.
0: A little gusty possible. out there. Yeah, Look 95
1: is tough anyway. But uh, with this uh, heading up north, it'll be heading toward Richmond, Williamsburg, kind of in between, maybe closer to Richmond it looks like. But, uh, yeah, the guy is around uh, Greenville right now. More coming up.